You're listening to the new Mutual Audio Network. Welcome home. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. And welcome, everyone, to the Sonic Society, the world's largest showcase of modern audio drama. I'm Jack Ward, back in the control seat with my co-host, David Alt. How are you today, David? Are you feeling all better? Absolutely. Thank you, Jack. Yes, feeling tons better this week. Uh, Sorry I had to leave you in the lurch last week. No, that's no problem. I I was doing so as we had all kinds of mechanical and technical difficulties <laughs> here <laughs> up in the I mutual think audio network uh penthouse it's probably the time of year <laughs> well speaking of the time of year i'm feeling the christmas spirit at last and we have just oh. press playhouse lights on in puerto rico as our first feature hopefully some more from jpp in the new year and the first two episodes of eli McElveen's amazing fantasy series the Axe and Crown Season 2. A full trilogy of fantasy features, and they all begin right here on the Sonic Society. This is Just Press Playhouse. In the midst of the blue Caribbean Sea, There's an enchanted island special to me. It was once called Boringen, but if you must know, today we call it Puerto Rico. In Boringen, you are family, related or not. The empanadas are warm, the arroz con pollo is hot, all our beautiful beaches go on for days. And fireflies dance when la radio plays. The brightest time is Christmas, la Navidad. A month full of parandas and felicidad. There's dancing, maracas, and cuatro guitars. As the coquille frogs sing carols under the stars. This year, Borinquen is just a bit dark. A terrible storm has taken our spark. Our felicidad has gone down un poquito. The storm blew the lights out in Puerto Rico. But, Oello, with the lights out, how will Santa find us? Santa isn't coming this year, Carmelita. Washington canceled Christmas. Christmas is canceled? Ven, Carmelita. Time for bed. Let Abuelo be a cranky old man by himself. It's the truth! I give it a rest, Pa. Es Navidad. Come, Carmelita. Is Navidad canceled, Mommy? Of course not. Don't listen to Abuelo. He's loco. But how will Santa find us without any lights? Ave Maria, no seas ridicula. Santa will find us. You'll see. But what about the presents? Listen, presents ain't everything. We got food, we got water, we got each other. 
Some kids don't even have that. We should be grateful. Do you think Santa would bring all the kids water if he could? <laughs> of course he would. Santa's really cool like that. But the lights... Don't you worry about that. Santa can figure it out. Besides, I hear Rudolph's got GPS now. Time for bed, okay? Okay. And don't forget to say your prayers. I won't. Te amo, Chicharito. Te amo, mami. Mwah. Dear God, if you can hear me, please don't forget us. We could use a little felicidad, so if you could turn the lights on for Santa, that would be cool. Oh, and tell him to bring water and food. Maybe a uh, pizza. Thanks. Amen. They say there's an hour between midnight and one. When animals talk like you and I can. And on this Christmas Eve with the magic in air, a coqui named Paquito heard Carmelita's sweet prayer. Coqui, coqui. Oh boy, oh girl. Poor Carmelita, poor niños. Santa, she's right. How can you see if there aren't any lights? I must tell Lucina. She'll know what to do. Coqui, coqui. Fireflies need our beauty sleep. Koki, Koki, listen, we's in big trouble. Koki, have you been hitting the coquito hard this year? Look, we have no lights in Borinquen. I know. Isn't it amazing? I can sleep like a bug in a rug. Ay, Lucina, this is serious. Carmelita's really worried. Worried? Why? What's wrong? What if Santa can't find his way? He needs the lights to guide his sleigh. Get lights, Nike lights. What do you think he's got Rudolph for? See, si, pero we're a small island in the middle of the sea. He might miss us. Besides, it ain't like Rudolph got GPS. So? What can we do about it? Well, I was kind of hoping you could shine your light as bright as you could, and maybe Santa can see it from the sky. What? You crazy. My light isn't strong enough for Santa to see. But enough with this foolishness, Paquito. Go home and let me sleep. I'll talk to you mañana. But Carmelita, she's so sad. Abuelo said they canceled Christmas this year. What? Christmas is canceled? Who says? Abuelo. You don't think Santa wouldn't do that, would he? All I know is Santa needs light to show him the way to all the boys and girls on Christmas Day. And if there ain't no luces, not even a spark, then Christmas in Borinquen will be sad and dark. No, 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 no. We gotta help Santa. But how? You just said your light wasn't strong enough. One lowly light can't do much on its own. But if we all shine our lights together, then it can be done. How will you get all your friends to wake up? Easy. I'll just shake my tail light. Wake up! Wake up! Turn on your lights! 
We need to help Santa find his way to Blinken tonight. You did it, Lucina! The whole forest is bright with the light of a thousand fireflies on this Christmas Eve night. But how will we know if it works? You'll know it when you hear him coming, of course. What did I tell you? Sleigh bells and ho ho ho's. I must be him. It's Santa Claus! Look! He's heard us! He's coming this way! Ho ho ho! Feliz Navidad, Paquito! Feliz Navidad, Lucina! You know our names? Of course I do! I know all the magical creatures on Christmas. You two made the entire island shine so bright, it nearly blinded Paul Rudolph. Ho, 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 ho. Sorry, Santa. Not to worry, Lucina. His eyes ain't what they used to be. That's why I got him GPS. You two were so concerned I wouldn't make it, you lit the entire forest up for me. You must have had a really good reason for doing that. Carmelita was worried. And we didn't want the children of Borinkin to go without a Christmas this year. Well, thanks to your help, they won't. But I'll let you in on a little secret. Everyone's got a special light hidden inside your heart to help me find my way. And all you have to do to make it shine is to love one another. Every time you show affection for your family, friends, even strangers in need. Every time you pick charity over greed. If you spread your love, no matter how dark, your light will shine brightly within your heart. <laughs> and so, Santa Lucina and Paquito went on their way to spread Christmas cheer on that dark Christmas day. And those of you listening at home can help too. You can make a child's Christmas miracle come true. Find someone in need, donate un poquito, and help keep the lights on in Puerto Rico. Hacia Belén se encaminan María con su amante esposo Llevando en su compañía a todo un Dios poderoso Alegría, alegría, alegría Alegría, alegría en nacer Que la Virgen va de paso con su esposo hacia Belén Alegría, 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 alegría en nacer, que la Virgen va de paso con su esposo hacia Belén. En cuanto a Belén llegaron, posada al punto pidieron, nadie les quiso hospedar porque tan pobres les vieron. Alegría, 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 alegría en nacer, que la Virgen va de paso con su esposo hacia Belén. Alegría, 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 alegría en nacer, que la Virgen va de paso con su esposo hacia Belén.
Belén, los pajarillos del bosque, al ver pasar los esposos, les cantaban melodías con sus trinos armoniosos. Alegría, 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 alegría en nacer, que la Virgen va de paso. Con su esposo hacia Belén, alegría, 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 alegría y placer, que la Virgen va de paso con su esposo hacia Belén, que la Virgen va de paso con su esposo hacia Belén. You've been listening to Lights On in Puerto Rico. A Just Press Playhouse production. In this episode, you heard Orlando Seguera as Abuelo, Emily Garcia as Carmelita, Steves Martinez as Mama, Jamie Torres as Paquito, Hess Estevez as Lucina, and Graham Rowett as Santa. I'm Gabe Templin. I'm Orlando Seguera, and we're co-creators of Just Press Playhouse. We'd like to thank you for listening and want to wish everyone a happy holiday season. Until next year, so long and happy Happy adventures. adventures! The Axe and Crown, Round 2. Episode 1, A Taste of Something New. Stan, how you doing? Huh? Oh, morning, Gavin. Stan? Yeah. Stan, no. What? Whatever it is, we're not doing it. What? I, what are we doing? You're staring out the window at the badger and bucket. Well, yeah. It lo- it's across the street. If I look out the window, there's not much else to see. Uh-huh. But that always means they're doing some stupid, trendy new thing that you're going to want us to do, too. Yeah, pro- probably. I mean, that's that's what they do. They beat us to every cool new idea. Ah, okay. What What is it? Uh, fondue? Peanut butter tacos? 24-carat gold pie for a limited time only? It's brunch. Huh? Well, it's a cross between breakfast and lunch. Yeah, 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 yeah. The word is familiar to me. Are all those people actually lining up to get in? I mean, I guess. You guess, Stan? What's the matter with you? I don't know. I mean, it's like you said. I'm always trying some stupid new thing here, and it never works out. Yeah, but it livens up the place. I just... I feel like maybe I should do something else. You know, just leave this place to you and Batula to run. You've been here forever. You know what works. I know what used to work. Business is changing around here. We're sure not packing in patrons on Saturday morning like we used to be. I mean, look at all those people. Yeah, look at them. They're not really our crowd. They're all these hoity-toity downtown hipster types. Like, you're not one of them. Come on. Look at them, just hanging out on the patio, eating their delicious-looking food. Yeah. Just imagine all those hoity-toity downtown folks coming here instead with their hoity-toity cash and showering me in it. <laughs> That's a good dream. Say, there could be one now! Oh. Hey, Stan. Hey, Uncle. Or not? Hey, Batula. What's going on across the street? I've never seen it so packed. They're serving brunch. It's the new big thing, apparently. Wow. Well, 
Why aren't we getting in on that action? Good question. What do you think, Stan? This is your speciality. What, what is my speciality? You know, you're, you're, all, you're all about this kind of trendy bull crap anyway. I mean, uh, opportunity. <laughs> you're our, let's call it them, head of innovation. I am? Yeah. Yeah, you're the one always trying out new ideas around here. If it wasn't for you, Stan, this place would be just a dusty, forgotten little hole in the wall like it used to be. Aw, thanks, guys. That's... <laughs> I mean, I guess we, we could try serving brunch. I mean, we're not, we're not going to get that many people to fit in here, though. That's the problem. Of course not. A brunch at the Axe and Crown will have to be a smaller affair, more intimate. Yeah, more laid back. Yeah, more more cozy. We should have candles. Maybe put up some work by local artists. Oh, that sounds so nice. How about like a special craft beer? Ah, a, a, yeah. a breakfast beer? Yeah, you see, that's it. That's the stand I know. Something with real axe and crown flair. We could have pancakes shaped like little, you know, shields and stuff. Yeah, sure. Batula, you could make cling clangs. Oh, or bone waffles. Yeah. <gasps> no. Seagull on toast. Oh, yeah, I can see it now. It would, sorry, did you say seagull? Mm-hmm. Hey, maybe Petula can hook us up with some of that unicorn coffee. Oh, unicorn coffee, wow. Where the unicorns like eat the berries and daintily spit out the beans. Yeah, that's how it's made. Have you had that stuff? It is delicious. How are we going to get a hold of that, though? I may have had a little something to do with bringing unicorn coffee to Granville originally. Wait, what? <laughs> Why are we not serving it right now, then? Oh, Stan. What? What, what is it? What did I miss? Uh, see, <laughs> what? A, a couple months ago, this buddy of mine was due to get a coffee shipment in from Naimandu. But the caravan arrived two days early in a total panic. Some of the horses had gotten into the bags and they ate everything. Oh, no. Yeah, they did a three-day trip in one night. But... All the coffee beans were gone. Uh-oh. All they had were four really grumpy, really twitchy horses and a giant pile of poop. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. Wait, well, what does that have to do with unicorns? Well, I, I'm getting there. Okay. Anyway, the poor guy was in tears, so I had to help him out. I took the, uh, you know, shipment off his hands, Dude. added a little fake vanilla flavoring, and got some friends to come by and package it up. Sold most of it to different bucket pubs. Well, I know. They were serving it right across the street. But wait, if the horses ate everything, then how? There wouldn't have been a... What? No. Wait. No. 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 That means that the the coffee was... Wait. Did you go there and drink some? Well, of course I did. It's unicorn coffee. Think about it. When you hear the name Unicorn Coffee, you're going to pass that by. I had to try that. It tasted really good. Oh, no, Stan. I'm I'm sorry. Oh, man. Hey, I'm sure they boil the water there when they make coffee. <laughs> Wait, did Dorothea know that it was not really from unicorns? Yeah, and that the horses weren't actually spitting out those beans. Oh, <laughs> yeah, she probably figured it out. I don't think she cared either way. What? Really? Oh, no, for her, it was just the latest hot new food trend. Yeah, they always gotta have some weird new thing on the menu. Yeah, well, you know what? We'll show them. As head of... Innovation! Thank you, innovation. I say we are gonna give that crowd a taste of new sensations like they have never seen. That's it, team! Okay, bye, guys. I thank you. No, thank you. Thanks for coming. Tell your friends. X and Crown. Runchy run. Oh, man. Uh, you all right there, kid? Well, yeah, 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 I'm fine. 
What's the matter? Brunch was a big hit. I guess it was. You guess? Well, how'd we do? Kid, we must have made 80 crowns! Wow, that's almost worth getting up early with a Saturday morning hangover. Yeah, and that's 80 crowns after the decorations and Stan's keg of crap beer. Craft beer. Crap, craft, 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 craft. Say it with me. Craft, craft beer. Craft beer. There Jeez, we go. I keep getting that wrong. I know. Hey, what, what's going on? What's up, Stan? Wait, wait, me? No, nothing. No. Uh, no. Listen, I'm really glad that it went well. But this was your idea. Your first big idea as head of innovation, right? And, yeah. and it went great, especially for the first time doing it. Yeah, you sure told us. I see. This is the part where you're supposed to rub it in our faces and dance around like annoying little twerp? Look, there's just something missing here, you know? And I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it. They got a patio. And about ten more tables than us. Yeah, but that's, it's more than that. It's something, something special. Signature cocktails? We had crabgrass smoothies and our famous Mud Street marmalade. Okay, you gotta tell me. Is there some kind of gristle in that? Like the special No, my lips are sealed. Wait, I know what it was! Live music! In the marmalade? No, across the street. They had an awesome fiddle player. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Roaming the patio and bugging everyone at the table. Oh, listen, no. Everyone was super into it. They were all laughing and clapping along. And that little girl was passing around the hat, collecting coins. She was so cute. I'm guessing that was his daughter or something. Granddaughter. Oh, wait, you know him? Yeah, Cinnamon Ted. He really knows how to work a crowd. (laughs) Oh, yeah. If you know him, why is he playing across the street? Why can't we get him in here? Well, um... Well, let's see. Given the choice between playing this charming but tiny little bar and the whole badgering bucket with its expensive patio, which would you choose? You know, I guess that kind of makes sense, actually. Wait, what's that? Oh, uh, sounds like one of yours, Batula. Yeah, I'll get that. One sec. One for for what? Uh, Nothing, nothing, nothing at all. Hey, Ted. Hey, Jesse. Hey there, Miss Padula. Hey, come on. I think that's the guy. Uh, what guy? That fiddler guy. Oh, I gotta go say hello. Oh, wait, 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 Stan. No, no, no. Wait, I got an idea. Hold that thought. I'll be right back. A brunch idea, Stan. This one's really good. I'll be right back. It's gold. It's got mocha. Hold on. Oh, damn it. Oh, yeah. This is a great bracelet, but... It's a little too unique, you know. It, it might have to leave town if it's going to sell anywhere. Hey there, guys. It's oh. Dan. Hey, are you Cinnamon Ted by chance? Why, yes, I'm Ted and this is Jesse. Why, it is so good to meet you. I'm Stan. Yes, this is Stan, our fine and law-abiding landlord. A pleasure, my friend. I just wanted to say how great you were. Oh, well, thank you very much. Listen, we were really grooving over here across the street listening to you. (laughs) Too kind, too kind. Hey, your granddad's pretty talented, isn't he, eh? Jesse, hi. Hi there, Jesse. Hello. She doesn't talk too much. Okay, that's what, listen, that's fine. My name's Stan. Hi, Jesse. How do you do, Jesse? You don't have to shake hands if you don't want to, Jesse. Up to you. Hey, there you go. Oh, boy. That's an excellent handshake. High five. Down low. Too slow. (laughs) That was pretty funny, wasn't it, Jesse? No, not funny. Okay, tough room. Well, then, if that's everything, Stan, I think we should... Hey, listen, I just wanted to say, just while I have you here, that was a great job, Ted. I wish that we could get someone like you for our weekend brunch. Oh, well, I'm afraid my weekends are booked up for the next little while. Whatever Dorothy is paying you, I'll double it. Oh, she's not paying me. It's it's all about passing a hat, plus a pinch of penny. I mean, a pinch of... Pass in the hat some more. That's surprisingly lucrative. I'll make up the difference. Uh, I hate to say it, that's going to be a pretty big difference. I don't care. Especially if we're, you know, doing things above board. 
above board? I don't. Oh, oh my my gosh! There it is. Are you telling me that all the while you're busking at these places, you are, you are not declaring your income? Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I promise you won't tell. Oh, oh well. Hey, yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, listen. Hey, that's cool. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, no problem. That's listen. I know. I'm. I'm down with you. I know it's it's hard making a living as an artist. Oh, that it is. <laughs> so glad you understand. Oh, hundred percent. Listen, hey. So, what would it take to convince you to play the axe and crown? Uh, Stan, can we talk about this later? Oh, sorry, sorry. I totally barged in. That is my fault. You guys were talking. Hey, that is a nice bracelet. Yeah, yeah. This uh, this belonged to my mother. I was just asking Batula what I might be able to get for it. Wait, isn't that a Louisa Shillman piece? That knotwork is totally Shillman. It is? Oh, gosh. Wow. No idea. This thing is probably worth a thousand crowns. Whoa. Really? Hey, I know just the place to take it. You won't get a better price for it anywhere. I guarantee it. Really? That's that's awfully nice. Oh, yeah. Super honest folks. They do appraisals and everything. They'll register it, make sure it's not stolen. All the good stuff. Okay, um, I'll have to think about it. Would that perhaps be maybe worth a show or two for brunch? I'm not completely sure I want to part with this just yet. Oh, yeah. A family heirloom like that, I I get it. Oh, I get it, too. Completely. Listen, if you change your mind, you just come and find me, okay? Will do. Yeah, for sure. No need to sell it today. (laughs) You okay, Batula? Why? (laughs) Me? I'm fine. What? You? You're what? What? Are you sure you're fine? (laughs) Yes. Ted, did this bracelet really belong to your mother? Uh, Yeah, Of course it did. Because I'm getting the feeling, and just, you know, I'm just spitballing here, that this belonged to somebody else until recently and found its way into your possession through unknown means. Am I wrong in that assumption? Oh, boy. I swear, my old ma got it as a wedding present. No, 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 no. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Cool, cool. I'm down. I'm down with that. I'm all about supporting the regular people. That's the way it works. I'm just putting one over on all those rich snobs. Yeah. Share the wealth. Just get it around there. That's what I'm You mean stealing. It's stealing. Stealing. That's, yes, Batula, I wasn't going to say that out loud, not in front of the girl. Hey, where'd she go? What? Hey. Oh, oh, sorry. Almost stepped on you. Sorry there, Jesse. It's fine, Stan. Jesse, do you want a lollipop? Jesse, do you want a glass of lemonade? Jesse, do you want to go in and see Gubbin? So us grown-ups can go on discussing this extremely boring topic. <laughs> Actually, Ted, why don't you two head out and I'll catch up to you at the... <laughs> gotcha. Uh, what time? Okay, uh, I'll see you then. Nice meeting you, Stan. Oh, hey, nice meeting you too. What just happened? Never mind. Jesse, do you want to give the nice man back his wallet? My... Jesse! You thieving little... I mean, thank you, Jesse. It was a good thing that you did, giving that thing back to the person who owned it in the first place. Farewell, my friends. Bye, guys. How did she do that? She's good. When did she take my wallet, though? Was it when we shook hands? It was while you were high-fiving her. Oh, damn. That's impressive. Hey, that little wavy hand thing you and Ted did, what was that? Was that like code The less you know, the better, Stan. Oh, no. Batula, no. I'm cool with it. I'm cool, cool. Everything's cool, cool. Oh, he's cool now. (laughs) Well, how'd that go? He knows. I tried. Sure. Wait, hold on. Pause. You two do this a lot? 
Why didn't you tell me you had like a super secret thieving operation? There's no operation. How does the sign language work? Do you guys like hold up three fingers for look out for guards or waggle your eyebrows for meet me behind the lodge at midnight? Stan, you know I can't tell you. You can tell me. I can keep a secret. I'm so good at keeping secrets. Secrets are the... I totally can't keep a secret. Listen, I know you're curious, but... Remember the last time with that lady who was a were-cow? Well, yeah, it kind of slipped out, but at least no one got trampled that badly. Look, you know me. I just want to be a part of whatever it is that you're doing because you guys, I think of you like family. You know, you're always good to me, and I I just want to help. (sighs) There is one thing you can do. Yeah, yeah, there, what? Run a good, honest tavern. Exactly. Make this place look legit. Yeah, like we're just keeping up with the Badger and Bucket and everybody else in town. Okay. And that will really help Petula with her, uh, business dealings. Oh, my business dealings? What about your business dealings? You have business dealings, too? I just pour the beer. Oh, yeah, (laughs) you pour the beer. That's all. Just a little beer here, a little bit there, and, you Mm. know. (laughs) Hey, so, Stan, what do you say? Yeah. Run a tavern? I can do that. Thanks, Stan. I appreciate it. Whatever you need, I gotcha. Good. First order of business, brunch planning for next weekend. Perfect. I have one seagull left. There's a little cafe downtown. No, skip the seagull. They serve toast with this weird new kind of squishy green fruit and sea salt on top. Mmm, okay, so right, good. All right, all right, all right. Look, serve whatever the hell you want. Just leave me out of it. Oh, and I want one of those cool little griddle things for making crepe. Look, I am going to go to find a horse and see if it will kick me in the head. You do that. I am going to get down to business because we are going to take down the badger and bucket once and for all. The Axe and Crown, Round 2, Episode 2, The Cutting Edge. Uh, What the hell are you doing? Morning, guys. Hey, Stan. Why do you have a giant board? Look. It's a blackboard. See? Stan, watch it! Whoops. Kid? Oh, sorry about that, guys. Oh, I'm just going to install it in the back room. Why? What, are we teaching school now? No! Where the hell are you going to put it? Just on the far wall beside the windows. And cover the dartboard? No, no, no. It's for our new meeting space slash studio, see? Oh, boy, this sounds like a winner. Wait, the back room already is a meeting space. Yeah, but now it will have better tables to work at. Nice chairs, natural lighting. Natural... Damn it, Stan! What? Isn't it nicer with all those boards down off the windows? You took the boards down? Yep. Kid! What? You said you wanted me to run the tavern as best as I can. Sure, but not by doing stuff. Just clear it with us before you open the windows or clean up a stain or throw away a body part or fix the floorboards, anything. Just clear it with us. Stan, the whole point of having a back room is that no one can see in. Yeah, but there's no fresh air in there. You guys have been in there. It's so dreary during the day. Who wants to work in a stuffy pitch black room? Me and my associates do. It's kind of vital to certain... You know, discussions. Oh, oh, hey, oh, right, yeah, discussions, okay, uh-huh, gotcha. Yeah, can we, can we just put the boards back up? Ah, uh, okay, um, hey, how about some big heavy curtains instead? Fine, that's fine. What, why do you need light back there anyway? Who's gonna be working there during the day? Me and my associates. Your what? Well, okay, just one associate so far, but we are growing fast. See, me and my buddy Kalzak are starting a company. Kalzak? 
Calzac the Disheveled? That's him. Doesn't like that name, but yes. Who's Calzac? You remember that guy in the blue robe a couple nights ago? Kind of beat up looking. Oh yeah, him. Always hides in the corner, talks to himself a lot. Yeah, that's Calzac. No, no, no. He's not talking to himself. He's actually talking to his guardian spirit, Ephos. Oh, so that kind of wizard, a demon summoner. Well, that's a relief. Well, technically, Ephos isn't a demon. Yeah, technically, I haven't showered in three years. That's true. Anyway, Cal's an old buddy of mine. He's coming by this afternoon, and we're going to talk business. What kind of business? Magic services. No, it's the new big thing. You don't have to know anything about magic or spells or summoning. Good, because you don't. No, I don't, but that's the point. We do all the work, see? The trick is finding a niche. One little specialized service that you can do easily, but that people will pay for. Huh. So, uh, what's your niche? Well, first off, we were thinking of remote visiting. Oh, like one of those mirrors that lets you talk to somebody else? Yeah, yeah, like that. But it turns out there's a group at the university already working on a pocket version of that. So you could talk to other people pretty much anytime, anywhere? Exactly. Ugh, makes me want to eat my own intestines. No, 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 wait, that, that could be handy, actually. Right? But then Kalzak and I came up with the killer idea. It's going to make us a million crowns. All right, let's hear this. Okay, ready? Yeah. Food delivery. That's it? Magical food delivery. (laughs) We're not some five-star Malurian restaurant. Anyway, if they want our food, they can come here the damn selves. No, 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 but this is the genius part. We don't just deliver our food. We deliver for every restaurant in the city, even your five-star Malurian place, right to your home by magic. Well, wait, why do you need magic? What's wrong with hiring some kid to deliver it for a few pennies? Yeah, I'm not good at managing kids. They tend to be... Smarter than you? Yes, that's exactly it. And I keep losing my wallet. But compare that to magic delivery. Arrives immediately. No fuss, no muss, no oops, I dropped it in a puddle. Just great food straight from the kitchen. (laughs) I'll be right back. I think I smell the apocalypse. Oh, come on, Uncle. Just for once, be supportive. Okay, okay. Now, check this out. What are these? Okay, these two things are called Jessamer boxes. They're linked with a displacement charm. They seem kind of small. Yeah, who's our target market here? Rats? Gubbin, it's called a proof of concept. Proof? The real ones are going to be bigger than this. But but the concept is, we have a box, the customer has a box. So, if I put, let's say, this tankard in one. Okay, that's not going to fit. Uh, let's use peanuts here, these peanuts. Okay. If I put one in each box, close the door, push the button, and... See? The one with the shell off is over here now. So they swap whatever's inside them. Exactly. They switch contents. So the idea is our customers just pick from a menu and we get notified of their order. Notified how? Still working that part out. But when the meal's ready, we put it in the box. The customer puts their money in the box. We hit the button and boom, they get their food. We get paid. Uh, What if they don't put any money in? What if we get an empty box? Wow, see, there has to be something in each box. It's the law of magical something-something. Yeah, they could put rocks in it. Yeah, they totally could. That could satisfy the law of something-something. But then they would get reported, and we just cancel their subscription. And meanwhile, we're out the price of a meal. No, 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 see, we'll charge a deposit on the box. If you cheat, you don't get that money back. Ah-ha-ha-ha. Oh, maybe. You just don't trust people, do you, Gub? Who got their wallet stolen by a five-year-old? Interesting. So this can transport anything? Well, we still have to do a bit of testing. 
Thanks, Batula. Come on, Gubbin, check this out. Yeah, yeah, let's see. Behold, the prototype delivery system for Meals by Magic. Okay. Aren't these boxes nice? I got in touch with this cabinet maker who used to do work for my dad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's see it go. Okay, okay. No, sit down. Imagine I am a hungry customer. Oh, I'm so hungry. I want food, but I need convenience, too. I look through the Meals by Magic menu, and oh, boy, what do I find there? Peppered mock pigeon pie and mashed turnip. That sounds great. I want to put that in my belly. So I put the order in, somehow, still working on that part, and that's going to be three crowns, please, sir. What? What? You you want me to put in three crowns? For the test, yes. Come on, Gub, you'll get them back. The other box is in the kitchen with Petula. Hey, who's going to pay three crowns for a pie? Remember, it's not just the pie. You are paying for the convenience. So, just put your coins in. <laughs> All right. Close up the box there, just like that. Good. Now, while you're doing that, your meal is already being prepared by the Axe and Crown's expert chefs. Yeah? Guess we'll need some of those. Petula, you ready in there? One mock pigeon pie, ready to go. Okay, you may press the button when ready. Here we go. Bingo! The first ever delivery from Meals by Magic. All right. Maybe you're on to something here, Stanny. Did it work? Oh, you bet it did. Look at that. Piping hot straight from the oven. Not bad. Uh-huh. Piping hot, huh? Yeah, it's... Hey, wait, how come it's cold? It's cold? Cold? It's frozen. What? I just took that out of the oven. It's ah, weird. Well, I'm sure we can sort that out. I'll ask Cal about it. The important thing is the customer has their meal, and we get paid. Ta-da! Whoa, whoa, fire! Oh, hey, no. <laughs> Close that up! No. Get some water! Why are the coins red hot? You melted my money! Stan, I'm gonna hey, kill you! Now. Give me the bucket. Move that bucket over oh, here. Oh. Yeah, quick, quick, quick! <laughs> Man, it smells like feet. Everybody oh. okay? Oh, oh God, that oh. reeks. Darn it, that was a really nice cabinet. Look, Stan, this is exciting progress and all, but maybe you can work on your new prototype somewhere else than in my tavern. Doesn't your buddy Kalzak have a, his own damn workshop? He did, yeah. Um, It burned down. Should have seen that one coming. But look, isn't this amazing? If he hadn't accidentally burned down his workshop, he wouldn't have had to rent a room here, and we never would have met and started this cutting-edge new business. Yeah, we're all blessed. It's gonna work, Gubbin. I get it. Engineering something is complicated. It's gonna be messy. Just don't burn down my building, okay? Okay. And you owe me three crowns. Okay, Cal's figured it out. Oh, yeah? You get your magic boxes working? Well, you see, here's the thing. A pie on a plate is a lot bigger and heavier than a couple of coins. Oh, you're right. The man's a genius. I know, right? So when you displace that excess matter, it all gets turned into heat or or cold or something. That's It's the magical law of conversion. It's, it's a law. It's a magical law. So something like that. Oh, so we make really tiny pies. No, come on. I'm being serious here. Wait, now I want tiny pies. Hey, Stan, can you please make sure you and Cal clean up in here? I got some people coming by tonight. Oh, sure, sure. Hey, Batula, that counterweight idea totally worked. It's reduced the fire risk by 45%. That's good news. I know. Although for some reason you can't send grapes. It's super weird. Is that what happened here? Here, Oh, oh, no, no, no. This was us testing a long-distance delivery. It seems the further apart the boxes are, the more the cargo gets scrambled. Yeah. Still edible, though. Well, not really. The stew is all mixed together with little chunks of bowl. Well, 
That's pretty good, actually. Oh, well, you do mm. you. Mm. All right. Who's going to be famous? Who's going to turn the restaurant business upside down? Who? Us. That's who. The brochures do look pretty good. Aren't they great? Oh, man, I can't believe this is finally happening. Meals by magic. Grab some of Granville's greatest grub without leaving your home. <laughs> Too bad we're bringing them here for a demo. Hey, I worked hard on these pies. Yeah, well, let's see if they impress all those fancy restaurant and hotel people. People are going to love them. Man, I wish Cal could be here. Well, uh... I mean, yeah, apart from his shyness. Also his tendency to yak away nonstop to his demon friend. His his guardian spirit. His invisible demonic guardian spirit. Yes, that's it's sort of like what it is. Yes, it's exactly but, what it is. Well, it was a good idea to have him stay in his room and let me do the pitching. Yeah, so where is everybody? Did you get the wrong time on the brochure again? No, no, it's right. Huh. 11 a.m.? Uh, maybe they're just late, I don't know. All of them? Oh, jeez. Hey, wait. What the heck? Hey, 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 everybody. The, you know, it's over here. The demo's happening over here. Hello? Hello? What's going on across the street? Oh, no. Oh, no. Something going on at the Badger and Bucket? Yeah, there, there's banners up everywhere. Uh, announcing a new breakthrough in food delivery. Mudlark meals to go. They stole our idea. The Badger and Bucket are starting their own delivery business. They're doing what? Those bastards! Look, uh, featuring fare from Farloria's finest food makers. Wow, those are some big names. Uh, Chateau Lumiera, the Royal Stork, all the Bucket pubs, of course. They stole our idea and beat us to market. Do they have our little cabinets and everything? They must have been spying on us this whole time. This is why we don't have windows in the back room. Oh, or maybe they gave your friend the wizard a better offer. No. Now you guys look. There's their big secret. Where? What? Ah, so they just hired a whole bunch of street urchins to deliver the food for them. They stole your idea, Batula. Well, not really my idea. I I mean, it's basically like, you know, you you lean out a window, you yell for some brat to bring you the biggest turkey from the shop around the corner. Right, except without the leaning out your window part. Yeah, they must have some kind of dispatch system. Oh, man, what are we going to do now? I'll tell you what we're going to do now. We are going to keep working on the Meals by Magic thing. Yes. Wait, you still think we have a shot? Sure. Where's your competitive spirit? We gotta win at this. It's true. Think of all the reasons you went with magical delivery. Yeah. Yeah. Our cabinets can get you the food in seconds. And no one's stealing the middle out of your sandwich along the way. (laughs) Not to mention there's plenty of other uses for your magic boxes. Really? Are there? Well, gee, yeah, getting cargo instantly from point A to point B. Well, let me think. Who could use that? Maybe the post office. Or stores. Yes, those places. Or I know some folks in the uh, shipping business who'd love to get their hands on some of these boxes. Really? Uh, Yeah. Hey, like maybe you're in harbor and they want to get something past customs inspections a little quicker. Sure, that kind of thing. Smuggling. That's brilliant. Woohoo! Okay, okay, not so loud. I bet Petula's friends would pay good money, even for a prototype. Yes, yes, they can be our initial investors. Oh. Let me talk to Cal. Maybe don't use the word smuggling. Oh, oh, brain exploding. Listen, what if you disguised one of these as a hotel safe? Oh, interesting. Now, fellas, hold on. But you can only pull that trick once. True. Somebody's going to notice this stuff missing. Okay, settle down, fellas. Oh, 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 sorry, sorry, you're right, yes. Legitimate tavern owner here. I know nothing of any criminal activities in this neighborhood. Thanks. Do you know any good counterfeiters? 
The Axe and Crown, starring Hugo Jones, Art Carlson, and Marisa King. Written by Eli McElveen. Directed by Eli McElveen and Sean Howard. Sound designed by Eli McElveen. Produced by Sean Howard. If you enjoy the show, check out our Patreon. You can get early access to episodes, plus all new bonus stories and an invite to our wonderful fan community on Discord. Look for the Patreon link at albasalix.com. A Fable and Folly production. And that's this week's show. Be sure to check out both Just Press Playhouse and the Alba Salix world in the show notes. And be sure to let us know how you're doing this holiday season by contacting us at sonicsociety at gmail.com. Or you can tweet at us at Sonic Society or at AstroTour2010. Check out the Facebook groups and all the usual places. Until next week here on the Sunday Showcase lineup on the Mutual Audio Network, I'm David Alt, And I'm Jack Ward. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Have a lovely day. Sonic Society is written and produced weekly by Jack J. Ward and David Alt, with original music by Sharon B. at SharonB.com. All features, interviews, and audio drama shorts are owned completely by their originators and provided to the Sonic Society by Creative Commons Licensing. The Society itself originates from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Thanks for listening. This has been an Electric Vicuna production. Hi, I'm Persephone Rose, executive producer for Postal Roach and the creator of Emperor Pigs. I'm a huge fan of audio drama. And if you're listening to this right now, I've got a sneaking suspicion you might be too. So make sure your headphones are plugged in tight because you're going to want to hear this. From July 24th through the 26th in 2020, producers, directors, composers, writers, actors, technicians, and fans of audio drama are gathering together for the world's first international modern audio drama convention in Halifax, Nova Scotia. This is going to be amazing. If you like panels, there's going to be panels. Workshops, they've got them. Studio sessions, swag events, live performances... And most importantly, all your favorite creators are going to be there. You can get all the details and purchase your tickets online at www.madcon.com. That's M-A-D hyphen C-O-N dot com. See you at MadCon.